Hi, and welcome to the Making Our Weight podcast. This week, our guest is Emmett from Dead Rise Woodcrafts, as he tells everyone about his Treescape collab and why you should be participating. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, guys, <laughs> what's up? What's happening? What's up? Not, not too much, man. Wait, Christy, your voice sounds a little deeper. That's because it's not Christy. We have Emmett from Dead Rise Woodcrafts this week. What's going on, Emmett? Hey, hey, guys. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> so, Emmett, we're going to put you on the spot. What you been up to this week? I have been doing nothing maker-related. I've uh, painted my kitchen and put new curtains up. and That's all maker-related, Emmett. Oh, yeah, not maker in the shop, maker happy. All right, what'd you, how'd you paint the kitchen? What's up with that? Uh, just freshened up, pretty much painted the same color it was, but a fresh coat of paint. Filled in all the holes. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I tried to do that once and freshen up all the doors, but I got lazy and so I just touched up anywhere there was a scuff or anything. And then Kristen pointed out immediately that all I did was give all the doors in the, the house chicken pox. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not the move. You gotta go, you gotta go full full commit. Yeah, and y'all can laugh. Emmett, uh it is an audio format, so it's okay to laugh in the microphone. Now you know how it feels. Yeah. When people don't laugh at your jokes, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are y'all doing? You did uh, paint and curtains. Y'all got more plans for the house? Uh, yeah, we well, we bought enough paint to do the entire downstairs. So I got living room, hallways, and dining room to go. I heard paint's gotten hard to find or expensive. Are you have any issues with that? I did. my So it even makes it harder because my wife's an asthmatic. So I have to buy zero VOC paint. It's just very hard to find. Okay. Um, we went to Benjamin Moore, who had a paint that she's okay with, and we needed five gallons, and they had two. So you can't wow. just have her leave the house for a few hours? It stays around for days, but the stuff it does, have, I mean, it smells nothing at all. Like, after you're done, it's, there's no smell. Yeah. You know what VOC stands for? Volatile Organic Compound. Learning something. So, I thought it was very overcharged. It could be that, too. No, non-VOC is the real expensive stuff. Right. They're having to use like horse hooves and stuff to make that, I think. <laughs> all natural ingredients. Yeah, all natural <laughs> ingredients. Horse. All right. Are you a brush to paint guy or a roller guy? My wife rollers and I cut in with the brush. Okay. Yeah. God, that is the worst job. Yeah, I hate I cutting in. I hate painting. Too. We it go for an me. authentic look, a lived in look. <laughs> After I moved in this house, I never wanted to paint again because they like the people that lived here before us were smokers. So I killed the whole thing first, yeah, and then went back. And I, after we painted the entire house, like because we had to do so many coats and stuff, I used a hundred. It was like a hundred and twenty-eight or a hundred and forty-eight gallons. Oh my goodness! It was insane. We bought a house, our first house together. The master was painted red because, of course, it was like a single woman who had the house or something. And so we did the kilts thing and had to do two coats of that just because the red kept bleeding through. Yeah, red's the worst. Yeah, we have a house rule, no red paint. Everything no Alabama have. stuff. Definitely not. Everything I have has got to be like a palette, neutral palette. But Your wife's allergic to colors too? No, we have color in every room, but she just likes muted natural colors. All right. Now that Emmett's bored our audience, Austin, what you been up to? Yeah. Thanks. And everybody wake up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did turn some stuff this week, but nothing. 
You said you didn't well, do anything. What the hell? Talk about that. Jesus yeah, talk about painting. Well, What's I your favorite paint. brush? Yeah, how long did you take to dry? How do you day. lay down drop cloths, Emmett? Tell us about it. <laughs> are they organic? Yes. They are. They are. They are stolen U-Haul furniture pads. But when What'd you, you turn, them, you jackass? Stolen. I uh, I've been working on my. Um... Emmett reminds me of the women on the sweaty balls skit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I've been working. Oh yeah, tell on... us about what you've been working on, Emmett. <laughs> it's uh, it's for the 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 project for to um, saber tooth. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. That's, they've spring. got a competition or something. Yeah, huh? yeah. I'm just I oh, felt like you, you gotta love those burrs. <laughs> hey, they they donated some burrs, so I felt like I had to turn something. So that's great. So it's the it's the garden competition. Yeah. yeah. What what'd you make? I'm doing uh, mushrooms. I stayed away from trees. Oh, little, I saw you mushrooms. did that. Yeah, you yeah. did like a, a char effect. Or... Yeah, I did a char effect on a base that I carved with the burrs and then I turned little mushrooms. It's about you base it on a live model or did you have somebody in there? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Mushroom tip was, I just, I just, I mean, I self model. Perfect. So it's small. Yeah. They're, uh, they're very small. They're like, <laughs> it's like a baby bell, like yeah. a baby portobello. Yeah. Dean, what have you been up to? Nothing, man. We just did some painting and, and we got some new curtains. And oh, that's great. What yeah. what kind of brushes did you use? Kristen was out of town all weekend, so uh, I had to kind of split my time between giving the dogs a little bit of attention, but getting out here as much as I can. I've got a CNC program for those ashtrays. Uh, we'll talk about the ashtray later on when we get to Emmett's project, the reason we have him on today. But uh, I'm like, Father's Day is about to come up. Let's get some masculine gifts churned out. Mother's Day, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, that's when people are like, what do I buy? These parents that have everything. Sure. So I, I got a program running on the CNC and, and knocked out a few ashtrays doing that. And I basically rough them on the CNC, cut the main hole, the the like grooves for the cigar. And then I put it on the lathe and true it up and then do any kind of like artistic stuff on the sides because I don't have a three-dimensional uh, lathe or anything or CNC. So I, I did that. And um did a lot of picking up. I'm getting ready to, I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to do a metal table or a wood table, but I'm about to redo my whole table saw area. So I spent some time planning that. And then I kind of just went through the house. I told my wife, I don't understand what she complains about all weekend. Cause I had all the laundry done, the dishes done, the floor was swept, the bathroom was clean. Everything was picked up in like 30, 45 minutes. So I, I don't know what she's spending all weekend doing, but I, I just sent her a text. Hey, don't worry. All the laundry's done. I figured out a little hack. You see, she waits for the dryer to finish. Well, you can't. You want to segregate the clothes when you wash them, but you can dry whatever you want together. So I just washed loads and then waited until the dryer was full, and then I would run the dryer. And I think I, I think I saved money. I think I saved electricity. Um, think I, think I made a good move there. But yeah. it was kind of just a domestic weekend. Then I got in That's trouble cool. for buying picture frames and. Uh, decorating. I planted some suck. Oh, Earth Day uh, was this weekend. And one of my favorite things on Earth Day, I buy a tree every year. They usually don't last very long, but I buy one. And so uh, this year I got an olive tree and I planted it right out here outside my window at the shop. So I went to the garden store, bought a tree and a pot and some soil, potted that. And then downtown at work, they were giving out succulents. So I grabbed like five of my coworkers and was like, all you need to go get a succulent and donate it to me. And I did a little thing for the living room 
That's cool. Yeah, you're gonna make a great housewife one day, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm just waiting for you know her to step up, earn her keep. And, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back here in an apron in no time, making shit happen. Hey, I made you an apron. Yeah, you sure did. I, I need to find that. It's back here somewhere. It's probably in my keepsakes box. But uh, what have you been up to, Austin? You look tired, like you've been up to something. Man, just I'm just working. I don't even know. I for some re- some some reason. I get in this like tailspin when I go in the shop sometimes and I'm like, I'm doing a ton of work, but then you look back and it's like, what the hell did I even do? Yeah. Um, and then my drill press decided to like just spontaneously combust on me and just not, not combust, but just explode and, uh, drop the quill out and just, it was carnage. So that I've been taking that apart, getting it fixed up. I'm ordered, I ordered all new bearings for it. And, uh, I think I'm actually missing a part. And I think it was missing it when I got it. Yeah. Because it seems like there's a little bit too much play in the quill handle, not down and up, but side to side. Like it's got yeah, a little bit too much a, wobble. Yeah. There's that pin that uh, sets the the wobble that how much there's a pin in there. Well, at least I have a Delta. There's a pin on that. You can adjust that if it's too tight or if, um, it's getting too much rattle. Uh, you undo a screw and it's, it's a spring loaded thing. And then you set the pin and then you tighten the screw back again. I don't know if yours is like that. No, mine's different. It's got mine's got a bolt from each direction to hold the different components on, and but it it looks like there's just enough play where it would have been like the thickness of a washer. Mm. So I'm gonna go on. Well, you know, mine's vintage, so I gotta find like the the manual. old yeah okay. old parts parts breakdown. But um, just working on that, and then uh, I don't even remember what the hell else I've been working on. I've been working on a lot, but oh, I was doing uh, I was shrimming uh, all the logs and plugging them with the uh mushroom mycelium 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 something like that yeah last of us yeah yeah putting some cordyceps in there yeah putting some some uh oysters and some lion's mane y'all did that last year too huh yeah i think we i think we've done it twice now because the and the shiitakes are all i don't know what you call it blooming i don't you know they're, they're busting out like crazy yeah, I bet you, no joke, I bet you my dad, the first day, pulled 25 pounds of shiitakes off of those logs. And then I just went over there today, and there's like at least as many, maybe more than was the first time. So they're 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 in like super production mode. It's so weird. Like, I feel so strange about eating a mushroom out of the yard, but I'll right. buy them at the store and eat them all day. Yeah, me too. It feels weird. I'm scared um, of like psychotropic effects or something. Yeah. So like my dad, I was like, dad, it feels weird to like eat mushrooms. And he's like, he's like, I looked it up. There's only like three mushrooms that'll kill you if you eat it. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, the odds are you're just yeah. going to puke. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at, I looked today at the grocery store because I was curious and Shadaki's at my grocery store are seven bucks a pound. Whoa. Okay. So he pulled a hundred bucks of them out. Yeah. Away yeah. I mean, that. he's been handing them out to everybody. And, um, so like shiitakes i would eat because they look exactly like you, you can you, they're very identifiable right mm-hmm. um but there's definitely some mushrooms that you're like i don't know about that one you know so all the ones that he's done in our logs they're all easily identifiable he's doing oysters but he's doing like it's like yellow oyster mushrooms so that those don't grow here naturally so for you like you would 
you know, and then the trees that you cut down, like you have to cut fresh trees. You can't take a log off the ground and do it because there's already mushroom mycelium in it. Mm. So it might not be the mushrooms you're growing that pop out. So that's the ones you throw up with. Right. Or worse. Yeah. (laughs) Potentially. You know what else I did? Speaking about dangerous, I forgot about this Friday. I was talking to Emmett actually on text. It was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? You know how he is. Like, he just fucking bothers you with these open-ended questions. Yeah, all day long. And so he's like, uh, what are you doing this weekend? I said, I might go to Rockler in the morning. Um, my boss is leaving. Tomorrow's his last day at work. And so that position will be open. The Game of Thrones in corporate America probably going to kill me. So yeah. I, uh, I'm i talking to Emmett, and I look, and I'm like, it's 17 minutes to Rockler, and they close in 25 minutes. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going. And so I drove to Rockler. And it was one of those things where like I got out only spending $99. So I was excited, but I went to buy a pin kit. I come home, I get all my mandrels and stuff out. I have about 25 pin kits in the case. So it was a completely unnecessary trip, but I I turned a pin for him too. And it's one of those things. It's funny. I don't turn as many pins as y'all do. And I, I'm not very good at the uh, finishing process and I couldn't really remember the recipe. And I was like, he won't know any different. I'm just going to do the best I can. Uh, but he really liked the pin. He was in the Navy when he was younger. And so I did one of the bolt action uh, pin kits. And he really liked it. So I think he liked cool. it at least. He could be lying to me. He could have thrown it away as soon as he left. That's what I did with the pins in it. Yeah, I figured. All right. So this week we're joined by Emmett from Dead Rise Woodcraft. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. So we've had you on before and we're having you on again. Maybe you can explain to everybody why you got the invite tonight. Uh, okay. I was on before because I did the uh, collaboration raffle giveaway for the uh, maker chess set that actually mm-hmm. Christy won. Um, and I decided uh, to do that, uh, something like that again, because of the, uh, the response I had on that and the success I had with that. So uh, this year I'm going to do a, uh, a treescape collaboration. So I make my little treescapes and I thought it would be um interesting to do you know have everybody send me a tree in their style and then i'll make a base and and put it all together uh, raffle that off let's expand that a little more elaborate some so explain to everybody who's listening they, they may not be comfortable or understand what is a collaboration what makes it a collaboration and then what is the guidance on these trees so uh the collaboration is uh you know, as many makers as I can get to make trees. Um, so, you know, everybody will send one. I'll put them together for one big project. Uh, you know, hopefully as big as I can get it. And, uh, um, you know, so I'm looking for trees like two and a half inches tall, you know, whatever, whatever you want to make it out of glass, steel, wood. And so why would someone be motivated to do this? What, ben, what, why do they want to collaborate on this? Uh, the raffle, I'm going to raffle it off and all the proceeds will go to a uh, nonprofit. It's a, uh, it's a, it's an animal shelter here in uh, Western Pennsylvania. Uh, it's called orphans of the storm. Um, it's just, it's just a, a really small, but uh, it's the only animal shelter in the County that I live in. So we actually adopted our cat from there. So my wife had the idea of, you know, we'll have her a year in June or July. And that's what I'm going to do the raffle. So on her like your anniversary, that regular. a got you day for the, uh, the greyhounds. Yes. Yep. So I think, you know, some people get anxious about 
they're sending that it's a competition or that it's being judged or graded. Is that the fact? No, no, not at all. I mean, it can be, I mean, there's no competition at all. It's whatever you want to make. And I want to make this thing as different and interesting as it can be. I mean, and so the motivation here is you're trying to bring in as many makers, as many, uh, you know, little pieces of mini art together to make a truly inspiring true. and desirable uh, centerpiece of, of everyone's examples of their craft. Exactly. And yep. is the motivation to have them all look the same or have a certain no, aesthetic? No, I want everything to be as different as possible. Sure. So there's no anxiety. There's no pressure. There's no stress. There's no strict guidance. What we're looking for is contributors to build up an impressive piece that's going to draw. Do so how does the donations work? You know, what's we're going to get this impressive thing together and that's going to motivate people to put up money. Why? Uh, I mean, just for one bragging rights that you wanted, because I'm sure you've heard it from Christy for about a year, two years now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's no pressure at all. I mean, I, I'd want this thing to be, I mean, I don't want it to be massive, like the size of a table, but it would be awesome if I had that many trees. But, uh, I, I, you know, something desirable that people would want. And then how are they going to, is somebody buying this? Is somebody bidding on it? What's the process there? So I haven't come up exactly with what I'm going to do, but I think I'm going to do it similar to uh, our, our friend Chris over at Route 9 Signs did a giveaway about a year ago. Um, and the Orphans of the Storm actually has a GoFundMe. They're trying to raise money to build a new building because the building they're in, when it rains really hard, it uh, floods. So um, they're building a new building. So they have a GoFundMe. So I think what I'm going to do is just let people donate directly to them. Uh, send me a screenshot of, Hey, I donated X amount of dollars. And then I'll do it the same way I did the, uh, chess set. I'll just keep track of how many entries each person gets, put in a bucket and, and pull from so there. It's like a bucket ticket or what's I don't the know yet. I, I think that's what I might do is just a bucket ticket or, or a take it for every five bucks or something like that. I haven't decided yet. What's the easiest to keep track of. And so orphans of the storm have a shelter that floods every time it rains. I mean, talk about staying on. Ground, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's they did some, something happened upstream. Like they built a road or something that caused this flooding to start happening after, you know, it's been there for years, but yeah. Like every time we have a really, like if a hurricane or leftover parts of a hurricane come up to us from Pennsylvania, um, it happens about twice a year. They have to move all the animals to a horse farm. And All right. So we have five or six people who listen to the podcast. So maybe let's see if we can get half of them to participate in the trees. Uh, let's go in a little deeper on. So what is a treescape? What is a tree? What do these things look like? Um, well, I mean, I if you follow me on Instagram, I, I make treescapes. It's kind of my thing that I fell into. So it's just a little artsy piece that, you know, has a base and different trees on it. Um, I usually make mine out of wood. They look like, you know, pretty standard tree. So this will be a forest of just completely different materials and looks. So what you're encouraging people to do is like make a tree in their typical style of making that they do, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That should be interesting to see what, uh, what shows up. Now, when you did the chess set, you made that flip book. Do you see something like that happening? Yeah, again? I wasn't going to do that, but I, th I think I'm definitely going to do something like that again, where I'll, I'll, t I'll photograph each tree, uh, you know, maybe put a couple on each page and so hopefully these amateur, no, nothing, nobodies that haven't sent in a tree yet. If they, they could be in a book with 
successful artists like Austin and myself. Exactly. They participate. <laughs> okay. You know, I think we could probably leverage some pretty big people to contribute too. It doesn't take long. How many trees can you do in an hour? When I make mine, I can do about 10 trees in an hour. So, all right. And, and you're a prolific forestry uh, maker there. So there's no reason somebody could knock one of these out in an afternoon, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I, even doing nothing, you probably could knock it out in an hour. All right. So we want people to, to make some trees. I mean, how much are they spending? Is, is this an expensive thing or is this something they could do with scraps or, or no, stuff? Around? Any material they'd like. So, yeah, I mean, mostly scraps. I mean, I make all mine out of pen blanks that I buy for less than a buck a piece. So. All right. So, well, why don't we talk about, um, why don't we talk about the trees you've gotten, the trees we've seen, and then we'll end on the giveaway items that you've received so far that are going to be part of this raffle. So you're going to raffle off the treescape itself, but you also have donations that have come yeah, in. Yeah, I wanted to make it different than the the uh, chess set because the chess set, I had just the chess set. So everybody bought tickets and you know I pulled name and it was done. So I thought this time, like, what if I got some donations and maybe gave you a chance to win something else if you didn't win the the you know the treescape? So. All right, we'll talk about the donations last. Why don't you lead us through the list of the trees? You can go in whatever order you want, and we'll kind of talk about the trees that have come in, what they look like, um, you know, how they're designed, and maybe we can motivate some people uh, in their own designs. Why don't we mention it a few times? When's the deadline to get these trees in? I'd like to have the, the trees in my hand by June 10th. I'm going to wrap it off. I'm sorry, this will ahead. be the first week of May, so they'll have a month, and yeah. we're saying they can do this in an afternoon. So yeah, no reason you can't get it out. Right. Be charitable, people. Get off your ass and participate. Be part of something bigger than yourself. All right, so that's that's tough to do for me. <laughs> but you're already done, so you're good. And you've been riding that bike, so you're not as big as you were. That's true. Um, go ahead, Emmett. What's uh? Let, run us through these trees. So I'll, I'll just go in the order that I've gotten them. So the first was my father-in-law that lives down the street, so it's easy to get one from him. So um, he. Is his punctuality and your punctuality, you, are you getting that from him or did y'all, are y'all both just extremely punctual people? We're, yeah, we're the same person. It's, okay. it's, it's actually very scary. People tell my wife and I, we're glad we didn't have children because there's no way that I'm not his child. So I've got this uh, theory. We'll do, we're in, maybe do this in Patreon called time jail, where when you go to jail, they actually just send you back in time. And what if you're him or he's you back in time? Exactly. Yeah. We'll expand on this in, in the Patreon, I think. So go ahead. What did um Al send in? Uh, so he uh, he also turns wood. So he made a blank of uh, cherry and maple. Um, so it's it's like a laminated blank, um, just a okay. normal tree sh shape, yeah, so similar like to a, what I do. So like a Christmas tree shape. Yeah, thin glue up like eighth of an inch yeah, pieces laminated together yeah. uh, in a vertical pattern, and then he's got it. Yeah, just a, a real normal plug of a tree. Yep. Yeah. Conifer shaped. All right. Yeah. And then yeah, he did that. two, right? What else did yeah. I turn in? And then he also, actually, I gave him, him this. Um, it's a piece of driftwood. Um, it's just a knot out of a tree from a driftwood. Oh, that's he, cool. He was going to turn it. And then after he got it out, he was like, you know what? That kind of looks cool the way it is. And it does. It looks like a windswept. It looks like here. an alien so, vertebrae. Yeah. It's very strange. But it's like I said, I picked that up off of the beach in Virginia where I'm from. And it was just in a, my scrap pile. He goes through it all the time and steals stuff. All right, from so his people pile. can make trees by picking up stuff off the ground yep. or out of their scrap pile. Okay. I just want people to understand the barrier to <laughs> yeah. entry here 
is, is you very getting low. off your butt. Okay. I feel like I can make a lot more of those than 10 in an hour. <laughs> Let me just walk down the street <laughs> grabbing stuff. I'm turning in my tree. It's going to look like a Sprite bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, uh, Colin over at uh, Juniper and sixth. He, uh, he actually did a recycled drill bit. Yeah. Um, I, this came out really cool too. I mean, so he tapered it. It looks like a tree. Um, but yeah, what, I, what are these drill bits called? I can't remember. Screw bits or, uh, it's like an auger bit, right? Auger, yeah. I was yeah say, they're I Colin must've like robbed a business or something. Cause he has a bushel of these. Didn't he do one of those for the ornament exchange? I think he did a, um, kind of like a dropped icicle with one of those bits. I think he has a bucket of those big, huge <laughs> bits. But this is what we're talking about. He, he's he got these bits. It's something he does. It almost has like a, a brushed or a um, you know, beaded finish on it. It's kind of like yeah. a matte finish on the outside and then that dark oil stained on the inside. Yep. And right, I like how he tapered it off. I didn't know he had a mill. How's he doing that? I Maybe think, in a I think drill he put it in with a, a file. I bet he put it in a drill with a file. I did not ask him that. And I haven't asked him that on the Zoom, but we'll have to. I think it's called a handheld lathe. <laughs> the handheld DeWalt lathe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks it looks awesome. And I was pissed because uh he got his in before I did. Yep. I, I thought I really thought you were first, and then that one came out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, Dean's gonna be mad. Dean. That's all right. I drug my feet. I could have been faster. Uh then next was yours. So yeah, and so we've talked about it on here. I, yeah, I, was gonna... I went a little extra, but you got to remember, I have to, I don't have to be better than Austin or compete with Austin, but I can't <laughs> mail it in and then Austin does something great. So I have to at least establish that, you know, I'm here, I'm in the room. And so yeah. I, I did a uh, total boat, donated all the podcast hosts, um, some of their epoxy after we had them on. So I used the total boat epoxy and brass shavings from some of these branding irons I'm making and cast kind of a pin blank, honestly, with a epoxy and the brass. And then I was like, it was always going to be a tree trunk. But then the thing is, you don't see a lot of the trunk. And so I was like, well, how can I make the trunk a focal piece? And I said, you know what? I'm going to do a palm tree. And so I did a palm tree. I was going to just do wood or something for the top. But then I remembered that you can take copper or brass and uh, age it with acetone and make uh, make it almost green or blue. And so that's what I did. I used my fiber laser and I've talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, it was a super fun project. I used epoxy, brass shavings, brass plate, a fiber laser designed in Adobe Illustrator, a brass rod that I peened the end on, put it all together and I did it in an afternoon. I did all that in an afternoon. I casted it on the day before, but I turned it, I did everything in an afternoon. Um, and you don't have to do all that ridiculousness. You can just turn a tree and, and make it your own. But I, I, that's one of the things I've made, and I wish I would have kept. Well, maybe you'll win it. Back. Maybe I'll win it. Yeah, you'll have to buy more tickets than me if you want to win. I want my tree back. <laughs> and, and and I went to Mexico the day that I picked that this came in the mail. I left the next day, and it almost yeah. went to Mexico with me so I could take pictures on the beach with it. But I didn't want to lose it. Or It was a sign. I was really happy. I was really happy. It was one of the few things, too, I've made that my wife was like, oh, that's cool. Why don't you make stuff like that for me? I said, well, we've got Emmett trees all over this damn house. How much more do you need? <laughs> all right. So what's next on the list? Uh, the next uh, Nick Birch told sent over a 3D printed uh, tiny titty tree. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually for, I actually forgot that he he put this uh, file out so you could print your own. Like last year or year before or something like that. And then I asked him if he would be interested in doing it. 
And uh, yeah, this came. I didn't know what to expect to get from him. Excited because yeah. Yeah. So Nick Birchtold, former guest on the show, uh, has really taken off huge following. Um, if you follow him, you know what his aesthetic is. And he not only participated with the tree, but he sent some giveaway items, I believe, that we'll talk about. Uh, amazing uh, giveaway items. Yeah, I donated something. Not quite ama- as amazing, but um, no, it's, it's, beautiful. it's in there. Like I said, I'm in the room. That's right. right. What else you got? Uh, the next one I just got the other day um, was from Vincent Ferrari, and he did a uh, Mario World tree. Yeah, so Vincent, so, I'm, I'm thinking he uses Glowforge probably to cut that out. Uh, it I, looks like... Yeah, it several looks like it pieces cut. of yeah. eight plywood, one eighth plywood mm-hmm. or quarter inch plywood, laminated together, eighth inch plywood, uh, four pieces laminated together and painted, and it looks just like the trees on Mario Brothers, the classic NES style Mario Brothers yeah. tree. Uh, really cool. clever, really creative, and this is what we're talking about. They don't all have to look the same. We've talked about five of them here. We've got a hand turned laminate. We've got a three D printed titty tree. We've got a drill bit turned into a tree. We've got epoxy um, and laser cut brass. Now we've got laminated plywood, hand painted to look like a Mario tree. So there is no rules. This isn't hard and fast. This is your interpretation, uh, your participation, and, and the idea is to really make a diverse diorama if we can. You can tell I'm really vested in this. I appreciate, like, Emmett puts out so much effort. This is the second time he's done this that we know of. I'm sure he's done other. And when people in your community are willing to, do more and to give back and to participate in, in the environments that they live in and get off the couch. You owe it to yourself as a, a friend and a follower and a fellow maker to support these people. And you can take an hour or two and support Emmett. He doesn't need your money. He needs a tree. He needs a tree. The more trees you send in, the more grand. And then what that does too, it's positive reinforcement. The more trees he gets, he gets encouraged and he does this again in two years from now. And then in two years from now, And before you know it, he looks back and he's done this 10 times. He's raised tens of thousands of dollars for his community. So please, if you can, if you have the ability, participate. We're not asking you to make a fucking car. We're asking you to turn a tree. Yeah. Dean should work on those, uh, you know, like this. We just need Sarah McLaughlin in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know where they're like calling all the, all the people with the old rotary phones, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Be perfect. All right. Have you gotten (laughs) any more trees in? Yeah, Dean's kids. <laughs> um, I turned one myself. This is, I, I'm going to do a couple. I want to do some different material than I've used usually do. I mean, this one's just wood, but it's it's a uh, it's actually the guy. He was in the maker of the the chess set. He did the King uh, Bob Blanford. He sells Chaos pen blanks. Okay. So I had a cut off of one of his pen blanks and uh, made it. Looks like it's got Paduke, maple, oak, and walnut in it. If Chaos it's is like, the pattern, so it's just like all different random angles yeah, he, and stuff. And he's, he sells them, um, so everything's cut at like 30 degrees, and then he, like, he'll start with like, I don't even know how many, like 70 blanks, and then after he's all done cutting and gluing, he gets like 30 blanks out of it, so he yeah. has a lot of waste. Anytime you do those glue-ups, you don't think about the curve of that blade. Oh, yeah. Right. I, mean, I can't, people who make cutting boards and they do their first ingrain board, I guarantee every one of them end up with a board an inch shorter than what they thought. Yeah. Yeah, you think you take an eighth of an inch or whatever every time yeah, you cut every it. Cut. Yeah, adds up but, quick. So yeah, um, he yeah. makes those. So I had one, it was a glue up and you had to do 36 cuts to get it into the strips. And that's one eighth every cut. So I lost inches off of that length as I was cutting. But enough about that. I, I know that's all the ones you have in hand. 
Uh, we have a month left uh, before we hit the deadline for when you want to put the raffle together. But you've seen some other ones. You've gotten some visual uh, confirmation that people are working on them or at least some descriptions. So what are some of those? Uh, I will. Mr. Saunders here, Austin, um, he, he, I know his is done. He just hasn't sent it yet. Yeah, I saw it too. Yeah. Um, but he it's had, uh, <laughs> well, you're in the room. I phoned it in. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you killed it with the queen on the chess set. So yeah, yeah. I went hard last year. This year I had to, I had to take a break. <laughs> and, and you guys talked about that on the podcast as well. Well, what, I don't remember it. Would you make Austin? So I mean, basically imagine what a step drill bit looks like and then smooth it out a little bit. And that's, that's what mine looks like. <laughs> but you made it. You didn't buy a step. You made right. it like you did all of it. Yeah. I turned it all. It's so it's aluminum. And then I just, I turned a taper like a, like a tree and then just yeah. cut it in some grooves and then patinaed it black just to give it some different color, like my pens. And, uh, you know, I, when I finished it, I was like, cool, this looks great. And then I saw everybody else's and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Austin posted it and I posted right after in the discord. If anyone wants to make a tree like Austin, Harbor Freight sells these drill bits. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what uh, other ones have you gotten in? And, and then hey, Christy, I participated <laughs> first of all. Okay. That's right. You, You're in the room. Um, yeah. And Christy said she's going to make one. I don't, we, I don't know if she's discussed anymore other than the podcast with something with twine, but so we know Christy's in. So Christy, and I can talk about her because she'll listen to this. So it's not really behind her back. Uh, she probably is suffering from what some of you other folks that want to participate. She knows what she wants to do, but doesn't know what she's going to do. And, and yeah. it, I get it. And I tell you what, anytime you find yourself beating your head against the wall, dropping F-bombs, you need to just stop and go in a different direction. Yeah. Because the frustration's not worth it. So I know she's focused on doing something with twine. I promise you it goes a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. I was, She'll probably I was pick the... up a rock while she's on this vacation and put exactly. a stick on the Piece bottom. Of driftwood. And it in. Yeah. 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 I was on, in the car listening to that one on the way to work. And I was just, I was like, she should put like wire inside the string and then, but yeah. Um, and then uh, Austin's dad also turned a tree that that's done. Um, I think that was brass, right? Yeah. So he did a little bit more shape and curve and stuff like that than I did. Uh, similar techniques, but his is just straight brass. So no, no patina or anything like that. And it's a little bit chunkier and then it goes down. Cause I guess the base needs to be what? Three sixteenths of an inch. Yeah. I mean, it can be any, anything. Uh, three sixteenths is what I do. I mean, but even the one that I did, it broke before I got to turn it down to three sixteenths, but as long as it's, you know, something I can a drill standard a hole. drill bit. Yeah. Size. So let's talk about that for a second. Cause that was something I think that might mess with people. So it doesn't, that's the preferred measurement. But again, if it's a quarter inch or it's oh, yeah. you know, yeah, something yeah. that he has a drill bit, then that he can plant your tree. And right. then beyond that, if, what if they can't figure out a way to do a base at all? Can you just, put a, a dowel on the bottom? Oh yeah. I mean, I could drill as long as I have a, area to drill a hole and as long as it'll blow it into pieces with a yeah, drill so just bit. But I mean, yeah, talk would, to Emmett, figure it out. Um, even us, like some of the ones that I've done, like what, what I usually do, if I break the three sixteenths off before it, I'm got it down to a good size, I'll sand it completely off and drill a one sixteenth hole in it. And then I put a piece of bamboo skewer that from like the bamboo skewers for grilling. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, even that's fine. So I think um, 
you got a few more in. I know a few from a former podcast guest. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Scott uh, Scott over at uh, SJ uh, Woodshop. Um, his is in the mail, I believe. Um, he he talks to me quite often on chat. Um, but his was uh, maple and white oak. I'm sorry, walnut and white oak stacked. It's kind it kind of like resembles your whiskey My barrel Christmas tree. tree. Yeah. yeah, so it's uh it's stacked sticks basically, and then you twist each one by a degree, a certain, you know, three degrees, five degrees, and it makes like a spiral. Like a spiral um, staircase, yeah. Yep. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so, and he knocked it out. Good for him. Um, um, I talked to Brad. I think that's the next yep, one on your list. Yeah, that was your, it came through you, uh, Brad, over at Brad's Customs. Um, and he did a, like a plasma CNC steel. And again, he uh, he reached out to me and asked, you know, hey, can I make more than one? And I just told him, hey, you can make as many as you'd like. If I get a ton of these things, then... I may not have room for all of them. You know, I'll pick, I'll, I'll definitely use one from everybody I get. Um, if I, if I need multiples, I'll definitely use multiples, but. Yeah. Brad's always good about hitting up that CNC. I, I want one of them bad, that plasma CNC. And then you've got one that's got a lot of time behind it and we've seen it. We've seen pictures of it. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a Jeff from uh, a weird guy. Um, and he did his, uh, his technique of, 3D carving with a 2D or however you word that. Yeah, he's got a Shapeco that he's figured out a way to index a space, carve one side, and then flip the workpiece and carve the other side. And he went real aggressive with this. What's his tree? It's like a Lego tree. or It's made out of a billet of aluminum. Yeah, so he got a um, billet of aluminum, and he carved. If you ever had the Lego trees growing up, so it's, it's the trees that it's kind of like a ball at the top, and... Uh, there's just slices basically vertically and horizontally uh, to make this this tree that, you know, green tree that's in Legos, but it's solid aluminum. It's really neat looking. Yeah, yeah almost looks like a waffle kind yeah. of yeah. pattern. Yeah, or something yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. It looks like a hairbrush, but round. Yeah, Jeff's <laughs> always good about doing stuff like this. Yeah, for sure. And then you've got another Mozzie on there, uh, Eric from Overall Maker Works. Yep. What did he do? Um, he, uh, we've seen pictures of it. It looks like he used uh, recycled plastic bottle lids. Um, it kind of a bonsai looking. Shape yeah, it's kind of bonsai it. and almost looks like the canopy is like it almost looks like he hand shaped it while it yeah. was while, like while the was plastic hot. was hot. Yeah. yeah, pretty cool. And then uh, Lindsay is another one. Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Creative. Um, and I know she's working on it. I don't know if she's put any more. Yeah, that's another one. It. I'd be interested to see if the she was trying to cast some broccoli, which yep. super interesting idea. I'll be curious to see if that's what the final product is. Right. Um, because you think, I mean, that's hard because to pack the casting, you're destroying all the little branches and mm -hmm. shoot offs of the broccoli. And so then you go, what about maybe frozen broccoli? Well, uh, there's just every time you you come up with a solution, there's another problem. So I'll be interested to see if she figures out the broccoli one. If she does, it's going to be epic. If um if she goes a different way, I'm sure that'll be epic as well. Right? Yeah. And she, I know she was trying to do like a press casting, and then she wanted to go 3D with it. Um, I don't. What was she pouring before aluminum? No, it's, I think it's, it's um tin, tin or yeah, pewter. That's what she does. Yeah, I was going to say. I know that she talked about maybe going pewter because you can pour that into a silicone mold. I believe. Right. So I think that's what that Man, was. That's so neat. I need to pay her to teach a class on all that stuff. That's really neat. Uh, I'm gonna, I might see if I can get her to do a jewelry class, but uh, I think my mom is probably going to do a tree. And if not, she'll hear this and then she'll feel guilty and she'll have to do a tree. <laughs> she, she did reach out to me. She said she was 
she was considering a for a donation and and doing a tree. All right, so let's count them up. How much? How many is that? Two, three, four, five, seven? Oh, six, sorry. seven, eight. Oh, your list is so dumb. I'm probably counting wrong. Two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, <laughs> eight. That you have in hand. You have eight yes. in hand. We know of at least nine, ten, eleven, uh, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. We know of fifteen probably. Uh, I don't see why you can't get at least thirty. There should be 30 trees at a minimum. I would, I'd like to have more than I had for trees or for, for the chess set, but hey, that's, that's 32. You had 32, right? Yeah. Or you had 33, right? And you have some extras? Uh, yeah, I did. That's right. I did send the, the uh, extra pawn. Yeah. And right. look, people, if you want to talk to me or talk to Austin or talk to Emmett about your idea, how to execute it, how to get it across the finish line, reach out. We really want to encourage y'all to, to get this done. Um, we love when people do stuff like this. One day you're going to want to do something like this to raise funds for something. And we're going to support you too. So um, support this community effort, support someone who's trying to get back and, and do something good. There is, there's no grades. Nobody's grading your tree. Nobody's judging your tree. Uh, it's just about participation and coming together and being more than the individual. So, you know, the sum is greater than the parts. Uh, we really, really encourage you. you've got a month. You can do this in an afternoon. You can do this before you're done listening to this podcast. If you go look in your scrap pile, look around your shop, that one thing you've been holding on to and you can't figure out what to do with it, could it be a tree? Maybe, I don't know, but give it a shot. And uh, we really, really encourage you to reach out to Emmett and participate in this. Emmett, you got any uh, final sales words before we get into how the the monetary and the gifts parts are going to go? <laughs> we, we gotta, <laughs> I guess we're not monetized. It doesn't matter. Look, you too can participate in the treescape program. <laughs> Think of the animals, guys. Get these animals out of the goddamn water. You know, they're being rescued from the storm and they're put in a place that floods. Help these animals out. Oh, that was great. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can say any better than you have. I mean, all right, well, let's talk about the. The flashy side of it. So we're given you're gonna do tickets for donations, and the tickets are gonna go into a drawing. And the coup de gras of the drawing is going to be the treescape. Correct. But yep. you are gonna have a plethora of other items. Oh yeah. I mean, I I was hoping to get like two or three things and people have donated. I mean, they've they've gone above and beyond. So so let's talk about some of the items you've gotten donated. And again, people, if you make something, if you make spoons, if you make, um, you know, you do some kind of doily or embroidery, or you've got a product that you just can't sell and you're trying to get rid of, uh, you can throw that into this and add to, you know, Emmett's treasure chest here because uh, he's already got some great things and that's what's going to help him raise more money. So why don't you run through the gifts you've gotten to donate, Emmett? So, uh, oh, that was another tree. I forgot about these trees. Uh, Ethan Carter was making trees. He um, said he was I, making a tree. I I've think seen, I saw I've it. seen them. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it yeah. So I haven't haven't got them yet. So sorry, I forgot about Look, Ethan. If you want to win, you can be participating in something that Leather Daddy's participating in. Exactly. And I know all of you <laughs> listen to this podcast. You're all podcast groupies. If you want to be do something that Leather Daddy did, get in on this. Think about how many people <laughs> with blue checks have entered this already. Yeah, you could be the part of the <laughs> well, blue check. Chris gang. Powell hasn't, so I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So Ethan had uh, leather, some leather trees and brass parts but all right well enough about the trees let's talk yeah. about the, the gifts. so uh items. yeah so ethan's given an exacto knife um and something else um 
I think I know what it is. I don't know how much I can talk about it, but yeah, it's another real quick sidebar. Um, one of our podcast listeners sent me a picture of a leather wrapped razor blade. So just an individual razor blade with a leather case and on the leather case, someone had stamped for cocaine use. And they said, is this an Ethan Carter custom? And I was like, (laughs) uh, I don't know if that's the world Ethan runs in, but it might be a (laughs) one-off. All right, go ahead. Don't do drugs, Um, kids. uh, Mr. Mr. Austin over to High Caliber Craftsman said he would donate uh, a pen. You threw him on Front Street the other day. Did I? I Oh, yeah. Dean said that. Yeah. yeah, You would have told me yes, too, but yes. Look, if you you win the pen from Austin, just go ahead and buy pen refills because shit always runs dry (laughs) in like three weeks. No, everybody leaves it in their car in Houston. Dean. It's at my desk in a marquee location. I took Bear Makeit's pen. I took Emmett's pen. Those are all in the kitchen drunk drawer. And the <laughs> Austin Saunders pen right there. Thank God I have never have anything important to write. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have sent him my old refill that was in my pen that I was using. That <laughs> you used for six months. And then yeah. it. All right, go I ahead. need a fresh one. We'll send this one to Dean. <laughs> um, Keep the Parker Pen to- Company in business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Total Boat said they'd send a quart of epoxy. All right. Oh, cool. Out. So that's that's a cool. And then you can use that epoxy to make a palm tree. Exactly. Uh, Elgin sent me a uh, pair of earphones. It's their. Uh, it's the big ones. Um, who is Elgin? I don't know who this is. Uh, it's a it's an earphone company. They're like uh, shop. They do shop earphones. Uh, so they by are... earphones do you mean headphones? I don't speak East Coast. Yeah, head, headphones for for their uh, noise canceling. Okay, so is it like muffs, like safety? Yeah, gear? these ones are muffs. That okay. I, they sent me a pair before, um, and I really like those. Uh, I, I can use them for most things. If I need my face shield on, I can't use it, obviously, but I use them ninety nine percent of the time. I'm in the garage. All right, so yeah, this, like it's a, Bluetooth hearing protection. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Like a good muff. Yep. Um, Colin over at Juniper and Sixth uh, donated a cutting board and a wine holder. All right. Um, I'm gonna tell you if you don't follow Colin. Uh, He's a sneaky craftsman. He's yeah. redoing a truck right now. We're going to have him on. I already told him when we get to a good spot, we're going to have him on to talk about it. He's redoing a square body Chevy. And uh, just the the work he does, he's a sneaky one. He, he does some quality stuff often in, in the shadows. Y'all need to follow him. Yeah, and you have to, apparently you have to watch the stories because I never get to see <laughs> any of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kept going on and on about the de- the detail work he had done on this dashboard restoration. And Austin's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I was like looking at his page. Yeah, yeah it's nowhere. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, Bear Makeit's getting a uh, charcuterie, char- yep, charcuterie board. Now, is it. he going to mail his tree in with that? Because I didn't see his tree on the list. I have not seen his tree yet. He, is he it did shaped say, like a tree? Who knows with Justin? He might have said charcuterie tree board. Yeah, exactly. Charcuterie tree. All right, I'm sure he'll do a tree. Who else? Uh, Griffin over at Griffin Mix uh, said he was going to do a leather tag. Okay, I haven't the, seen his tree either. That's the tags uh, removed before making. I'm get, he just said a leather tag, so yeah, I don't know if that's that or that's really cool. It's like the flight, if that's what it is, and if not, I'm sure he's going to have to do it after. Now he has to send one. Has to do this. <laughs> Dean just <laughs> dictates whatever he wants people to make. He makes these really cool, like the airplane re- that you have to remove off the bombs that say "remove before flight." He has one that says "remove before making." Uh, I put it on the the uh, the key for my lathe chuck so I don't throw it across the room. Uh, Except I for I I, uh, I 
dyed mine red so it really looked like yeah i like the dyed red he doesn't have to do that but he has no, to no. make one of those if he right. wants me to dye it red I'll, I'll dye it red for him and he has to make a tree also so that gets yep. us to yeah, 17 we get to justin into it my mom and griff so that's 18 okay what else you got um i'm i'm probably going to donate myself a uh, pen and also a one of the small treescapes like I had that I gave out at uh, Austin's camps because I still have a couple of those left sure. over. So. I have that at the, on my desk at work. It's kind of like a two inch round, uh, maybe two and a half inch vertical, three inch vertical base. Uh, looks like oak, maybe. Yeah, it was oak. white oak. And then uh, it's got either three, four or five trees, depending on which one uh, they're small. So here's what I have. I have it on my desk. And when I'm typing, I take my wedding ring off and it sits right on top of the trees. And then I have a beard comb and that sits between two of the trees. So it's almost like a mini desk organizer for all my accoutrements. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. It is perfect. All right, what else you got? Leave your wedding ring on there when you go down to the second floor Fuck by the yeah, vending machine ladies. The girls are, yeah. Hey, girl, <laughs> let me buy you a soda pop. <laughs> These, like, 1950s, like... That's what they hey like. There, gals. You slap them on the ass, say, how'd you get out of the kitchen, girl? Come over here and talk to me. Right, please don't cancel me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Dave Bauer said he would donate uh, one of his little art prints. He wasn't sure what... Yeah, yeah, no. Dave does. That's another one. Sneaky, Sneaky, like out of nowhere. Dave went from I think I'm going to carve rubber, and Dave has turned into a sneaky quality, uh, carve. He he can carves rubber stamps and makes prints. He's yeah, really like good ball. at it. Yeah, yeah. speedball uh, stamps. It's really good. All right, what else? See, I got a uh, PP uh, PPE kit from Magic Gloves. They sent over a pair of glasses and gloves um, yeah, so from them. Magic is my favorite pair of safety glasses. Uh, we've Same talked here. about PPE Same. before on here. Uh, Magic Glove. Um, they've got these really great. Uh, is did they send over the same ones? Emmett, yep. the like box yeah. frame. Uh, yep. That's my favorite pair of safety glasses. Same they here. have clear side shields, and then they sent over a pair of their uh, Rex T Rex safety gloves, and uh, I think some stickers as well. Yeah, so yeah. T Rex are kind of like a high impact gloves. So if you're doing framing or anything where you're moving things around, it has protection for the top of your hand as well. Uh, real quality piece. Uh, I'm big about safety. You know, why do something and get hurt? And you can't go back out in the shop for weeks. So that's a really cool item. Uh, let's see what's next. A uh, saber tooth and over a little plethora of burrs, little uh, carving burrs on a t-shirt. Yeah. It looks uh, like they sent over about 10 and you probably yeah, stole like, half I was going to say, I couldn't so. remember if it was like 10 or eight. So, I mean, that's pretty good because they things are like 18 bucks a piece or something like that. Yeah. Appreciate them. Appreciate the, uh, working hands podcast for letting some of those burrs slide through to us. Exactly. All right. What well, else? Got an Speaking tree. of people that are going to be doing a tree. Yeah. Keith, what, you do said a fucking tree. Oh Keith. yeah. Keith. There we go. <laughs> He's got the oh. damn tree. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I got, I got a, a cigar ashtray from Dean Duplantis. That's right. That thing is, that's a beautiful piece of wood. So here's, what's funny about that ashtray. Okay. So it's a, um, it's a maple. It's kind of like got a curl to it. Maple yeah, a ashtray curl, I turned, yeah. uh, it's a four inch, you know, disc for the, the ashes. And I have a slate. It's really a slate coaster in the bottom so that you can keep the ashes. And then I did like a, it was kind of practice for me to practice spacing. So I had my machinist ruler and I marked off every quarter inch to turn just a, a groove on. It's got a kind of a fifties art deco got, uh, look to it. So I made that and another one to sell to someone. And I only sold them the other one because I liked this one so much. Uh, so it it really has a great look. And then when Emmett posted, hey, I'm looking for donations, I was like, I'm sending that ashtray because I, 
I'm proud of it. I think it came out awesome. Yeah, it, it's a really pretty piece of maple too. So, all right. What else? Uh, other dog design, Jacob. Um, he's sending over a wine bottle display. All right, that'll put us up to twenty trees because we'll oh, yeah, Jacob, into three Jacob would definitely one. make one. Yep, he's one that's probably over there trying to read some NASA shit, trying to figure out how he can make a something that's never been three D printed in existence before. <laughs> he did the ornament with like lace fabric, and it was so complex. Jacob, just print a tree. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Bananas. Yeah, take Nick Birchall's. I was going to say just get Nick's file and just make another titty tree. <laughs> Man, you know it'd be neat. He's got all those animal skulls and stuff. I would love like some kind of tree that has skulls incorporated somehow. Good. We'll no, see if he listens to this or yep. not. All right. What else? Uh, just might DIY. Jay-Z uh-huh. and Daniel are going to send a custom Tumblr. So I'm guessing custom if you want your logo on it or whatever you want. Yeah, they're big into the sublimation. Um, they do all that kind of stuff. They have a huge sublimation following. So I'm sure that's going to be really neat looking. Yeah. And some of these are, I don't have it in my hands. They're just going to send it right to the winner. Um, that's what... This is what I've been told. Um, Starbond's going to send out three tubes of glue and an activator. Cool. Nice. So that's not bad. Uh, Nick Birchtold sent me two of his mallets and one of his uh, saw stop handles. All right. So here, here's what we're trying to say to you. Yeah. Guys. Nick Birchtold. $350 mallet or whatever he charges for him. Makes artwork for mallets. And he does get upset if you don't use them. So use them, break them, and then buy another one. But this dude makes artwork for mallets. And this is going to be part of this. That Emmett's going to put this out into the ether. People are going to be buying tickets trying to win these mallets. And they're going to see your trees and that you're in this, you know, axis of evil. So if you want to be part of the Auton, get in here, submit a tree, man. We're up to, I think you're naming off gifts and donations. And I'm thinking of the ones that are going to do trees as well. They just haven't sent them all yet. You were already in the mid twenties. Oh yeah, yeah. We should be in the mid twenties. Epic proportions. Five or six of y'all. I know eighty of y'all are listening. So if six of y'all of the eight listening, <laughs> send in a tree. And look, if you need help, send me a message. I'll I'll write back. I'm a nice guy most of the time. Yeah, send Dean a message. I'm busy because <laughs> Austin gets a thousand between Chris and Keith and all the rest of that little boy band they got going on over there on the and, east coast. Well, not only that, but all of my new. Uh, followers from yeah, India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in India that's an Austin <laughs> fan, send, send over a tree. We know y'all are making trees. them. We know y'all are making them. Put them in the shipping container. Get them over here. All right. What else? Uh, uh, anything else? Waffle Beaver. He just reached out to me just recently yeah. and asked me if I wanted a couple mallets. Now, I don't know if he's sending whole mallets or if he's sending some of his mallet heads made of the recycled plastic. But uh, I, I told him I'd be honored. I'll take whatever he's going to give me. I did ask him if he was going to make a tree as well. So... He well, and to put you on the line. spot, if he just sends you ha- uh, mallet heads, I'm sure you'd be willing to turn a handle for him, right? Sure. There you yeah. go. No, yeah, I wouldn't mind. See, I put everybody on the spot. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, he said yes. I haven't gotten anything, uh, but uh, Jimmy Duresta said he would send some stuff over for for donation. What about a tree? You think? Jimmy and I asked him a about tree? a tree as well, so he hasn't. All right, this dude could cut a tree on a bandsaw in seconds. I know he's so busy; someone would have to get his attention. But if you correspond with him again about the giveaway thing, just say, Jimmy, if you could throw a tree, it would make the value of this, the attention of this, the drive yeah. of this. And then listeners, you could be part of something. I know y'all all get your panties wet about Jimmy DeResta. You could participate in something that Jimmy DeResta did. Send a tree in. Just send a tree in. Send yeah, a tree pitch in. it to him that he can film it for real. 
Exactly. And, oh, yeah. And then just. And then if he, he does can, it, uh, he can use the hashtag Dave and I'll do get it. 500 fucking trees. Uh, yeah. There's there 50, 50 people will be making bandsaw trees. Yeah. They're going to go through all the different fucking yeah. species of trees. <laughs> Take a stick, put a stick on that A that you carved out and will never do anything with. Send that in as a tree. I know you've got the wood. And, and I'm sure, and, you know, calling people out, but I know uh, Chris from Route 9 Signs, he was giving me crap the other day. And uh, so he, he, I'm sure he'll make a tree. But uh, yeah. Chris is better. a busy guy, but the trees, if he makes a tree, that's another one. Complete artist. Yeah, he told me he was going to stick a sponge stuff. with a toothpick in it, but. Well, he could also do that. I you never know <laughs> that guy. But, uh, well, look, Emmett, it's crazy. What I'm hearing is a whole lot of participation from the donation side a whole lot of i mean people who are buying tickets there's a high probability are you going to do that you can only win one item kind no. of deal uh what i'm going to do i don't know if i i don't think that's fair. okay let's talk my, about this let's talk so about this. actually i wanted to talk about this in the zoom call to find out so my idea anyway is even if you win a, a, a secondary prize your name's going back in for the for the treescape because that wouldn't be fair you know, if you buy five tickets right. and you win something and you're like, oh, I'd rather have the treescape. So yeah, every ticket that I, I'm going to pull all the secondary prizes first, put all the names back in and then pull the name for the winner. But, so uh, you can win two things. You could essentially. Yeah. You could win the treescape and then the other ones though. You're okay. So I'm going to buy $200 worth of tickets. I can't win all the prizes though. Right. I, mean, I don't think that's fair. I think yeah, if you I, win that's something, probably not. Uh, yeah. I'd say if you win something, other than the treescape. So you could win two. Yeah, let's say that two, three. So yeah, what, what you'll you, put your you name back think? in. I think if you want to do all the secondary prizes, you get your name pulled, that's it. You can't win again. And look, and, and it's what it is. You run them in what you think is most valuable to least valuable or, or something. I'm, uh, I was going to actually put those in a bucket and pull them randomly. And I, like, I think that's Nick, a great idea. Nick hey, this is what we're drawing for, and this is the winner. And, and, if, and then... I and talked then about put this everybody back in together yeah. for the treescape. I think and that's I also fair. think if I pull your name, so say I pull Dean and then I pull the prize and it's the ashtray, I, I pull another prize because I pulled your name. So I think you should win something, but I don't think you should win what you sent. That's fair. I mean, it only affects those of us, you know, generous enough to donate, but. Right. I think but, that's you know, just in case. I, I so, but that's just for the one. So everybody that enter you get more than one like he's gonna buy more than one entry so right. like so they're all the other tickets are still in there but that one ticket comes out is what you're saying right no i think once you're dean gonna wins, take all of their tickets out for that no, no, like if i pull dean's name again i could just say he's already won and pull another name got it i think that's a good idea just, i mean you, you could go where time. like they get to pick and everything but that's way too complicated this is about charity it's not about i can't stand people like this people that enter like giveaways and swaps and they're, Oh, I'm going to give this piece of shit and I'm going to win something amazing. Look, you're doing it for charity. Think of the cats drowning in the first floor of this flooded hostel. <laughs> um, that's what we're doing this for. Not so that you can win Birch told's mallet, but if you're exactly. lucky enough, you should be gracious. And if you're unlucky, you should be gracious. And if you can't be gracious, then text me again. And I'm going to te teach you how to be gracious. Hey, I can tell you, Dean's gracious. He had the most tickets in the, in the chest set. Yeah, I think and then the worst person about... that could have won that to rub it in even more won, especially because yeah. she only bought four tickets. Yeah, and it's no, she bought some, a lot. It's probably in some box somewhere collecting dust. She bought a lot too. She behind all her crock pots and mason jars or whatever. The <laughs> all they all those Missouri. freaking shelves of photo albums that she has from the 1970s. Yeah, behind all the stuffed animals. 
As in real animals yeah, that were stuffed. Stuffed animals would be like bobcats. Don't let Christy near that goddamn yeah. um, <laughs> shelter. She's like, bring him to my farm. You can get a forever pet from her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emmett, before we go, why don't um you tell everybody how they can reach you, how they can donate, uh, and just reiterate what the deadline is. Uh, so you can reach me on Instagram at uh, Dead Rise Woodcrafts. Uh, there's a link in my bio that tells you where to send the tree, the the date, you know, again, J- June 10th is when I'd like to have it because then I need to make this base before the beginning of July. Um, so I don't know how to, I need to know how big to make this thing. I know Austin said, there's no way I haven't started, but I seriously haven't started. I hadn't even thought about the piece of wood I want to use. Um, but yeah, I want to know how big to make this thing. So I'd like to have it by June 10th, but yeah, the link in my bio, this, it's in the, my link tree. It's the very first thing. Why don't you give us a hashtag? And you should post a picture of the cat. Animals like get people all sentimental. You exactly. have one that's underwater. Yeah, yeah post yeah. that one. <laughs> I can make one underwater. I have a bathtub. If I make my tree look like Noah's Ark, you know, we'll send it over to them. Then they could get them out two at a time. So everybody's been using uh, hashtag uh, Treescape Collab for it. Um, but yeah, June tenth, make make a damn tree. Cool. Make a damn tree. Make a fucking tree, whatever. Make a damn tree and make a damn difference. Hell yeah. That's see, that's what it's about, Austin. It's about a team effort. And if nothing else, we could just try to make a dam for this fucking building. <laughs> yeah, because this building is underwater. <laughs> Give a damn. Give a damn. All right, we want to take a minute to thank all the folks over at Patreon for their support. And if you'd like to join them over there, patreon.com, Making Our Way podcast. And then you'll get a weekly little extra bit of content from us and a sticker pack. So we've got top tier, Marion Ward from Creative Ward Gallery, Vincent Ferrari from Digitally Creative, Justin from Bear Make It, Scott Orm from Daddy Yourself, Matthew from Artigino Sorio, Marcel Este, and Ozark Spirit. Then our middle tier is Tony Langer from Langer Works, Brenda McDonough from McDonough Design, Susan DePlantis from Hearth and Garden Art, Stephanie Taddeo, Kyle with Footwork Woodworking. All right, and then our first tier is Jacob with Griffin Makes, Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concept, Jacob with Other Dog Design, Eric from Overall Maker Works, Jeff Stein, a weird guy, Dave Bauer, Caitlin Landerno, Morley Kurt, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, The Grant Alexander, Jen Griffin, The Black Sheep, Brian from Moonshine Leatherworks, Makeshift Podcast, Maritime Knife Supply, Jay-Z and D from Just My DIY, Henry from HT1 Metalworks, Brad Harrison from Brad's Customs, Steve Delaney from One Old School Pirate, Kelsey Watson, Steve at Making at Home, and then Dan Gallagher from Goofballs by Dan. Thanks, folks. And we'd like to thank our new patron, Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs. I just picked Kristen up from the airport earlier this week. She was out of town last weekend. And I talked about it last weekend. My uh, six hot dogs worked out perfectly. Between hot dogs and dominoes, I had meals every day. But what I'm famous for and infamous to Kristen is every time she leaves, I try to do something at the house that's unapproved. Uh, I was a hair away from taking the TV off the wall and redoing that entire wall with some kind of like horizontal slat design where I could hang plants and I've been in this like get more plants in the house phase uh, but I, I think you need to check your tea levels it could be my tea levels <laughs> I was so while I'm looking for inspiration on that is when I came across the olive tree and I was like just so all of a sudden infatuated with olive trees 
that I jumped in the Jeep and I drove down to the plant store and I bought an olive tree in a pot. And then I was like, well, now I need more pots and more soil. So I went to TJ Maxx and anything I could turn into a pot I bought. So I've got, uh, I planted two or three things that went in the house, plus the tree outside. Plus I bought picture frames when I was at TJ Maxx and uh, did a few other little things around the house. And she was upset with that. You know what else I did that was really a nail in the coffin was I had the audacity to wash the dog's toys. Okay. So, yeah. I, I need to check my privilege at the door. She had two bags full of dirty dog toys that have been in the garage. As long as I can remember, I've been stepping over them and I had the audacity to wash those, throw away the ones that were past service duty and stitch up the ones that still had some life left in them and put them back in their storage trunk, the audacity. And all I kept thinking was you got off so light because <laughs> The odds of me just putting a hole in a wall because you've been out of town. I remember once, and I may have talked about this on here before she had a job, a weekend job, and she came home from work on Sunday and I had cut a hole under the staircases and installed two beer fridges. And she just walked into a Sawzall blade coming out the wall, cutting a hole in the wall. <laughs> I'm liable to do that at any minute. And so I was kind of just thinking, you know, as other guys, have you ever had your spouses go out of town for a few days or, uh, you know, maybe not check in on you and then you just decide you're going to do something your own way and how that worked out for you? So, yeah, at one time uh, we have, we have a, a, here in Pittsburgh, it's very common. Everybody's got a basement. You have a Pittsburgh Steelers or Pittsburgh room. So we have one in our house. Sex dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we have a brick wall where there was a, a fireplace at one time. It's just like a, it's real brick, but it, it served no purpose. But uh, yeah, I, so I painted four, 402, which is the footmark where Mazeroski hit the home run over Forbes Field, like the size of that would be on the wall. But just I was home on vacation. I was doing stuff in that room and I was like, you know, it would look good on that brick wall. 402. So yeah, so <laughs> I painted bold. a big 402. Yeah. And if you don't know Emmett's backstory, uh, there was a time where he was on the grounds crew for the Pirates. So right. baseball is in his blood and, and I could see how that was something that sticks with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was cool. I mean, we, I did a, that room was kind of mine. So I, I painted it black and yellow and, and white and the bathrooms black and gray and white, but yeah, I mean, I had, I had full reign over it, but yeah, the four or two kind of was, I was just home on vacation and decided to do that once. So did you paint so that what was her reaction? VOC paint? Uh, no, at the time she wasn't, she, she's just, so her reaction was, <laughs> it was but breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she liked it. I mean, she didn't go crazy over it, but yeah, she thought it was neat. All That's right. cool. So I had a little bit of a different reaction and this happened today, by the way. <laughs> so my wife has harped. I've always wanted a pool here. And as soon as we had kids, she was like, no, never, never a pool, never a pool. And, um, our boys love swimming. Like they just want to be in the water. They're water babies. You know, like they want to be all in the water all the time. We go to the beach, they're in the water the entire time we're there, which sucks for me. Cause that means I'm in the water <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. And we're not surfing. I'm there with them instead. So, um, I've been looking at these, you know, the pools that they have now that are like, you know, I mean, they're real white trash, but they're like the pop-up, uh, yeah. Like the, the fold out, like it, you see the frame structure, right? Yeah. On the outside. Above, yeah, yeah. yeah. Above ground. 
and it's like they're cheap they it takes like two hours to make it into a pool and so i've been looking at these things and i was i was trying i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna just get a small one for the kids uh that way because i've been they've been using like a kiddie pool and they can't really swim in that and i'm like i want something they can like swim in but not too deep that they can't stand up right and then I threw that out the window and I was like, let's get a bigger one. <laughs> so, and she's like, we're not doing this. We're not going to pull. We're not doing this. I don't, I don't want to pull here. It's too dangerous, but all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I get it. I understand. So I ordered a pool today and I ordered, it's like 18 feet long. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nine, uh, no, four, uh, let's see. I think it's nine or, or 10 feet wide. It's like an oval. And it's 48 inches deep, which is taller than my kids. Taller than the boys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping that I could not fill it all the way and it'll be okay. <laughs> um, or I might just like not level the dirt. So there technically is a shallow end, you know, yeah. or something. But uh, so I actually don't have the end of the story yet because she doesn't know yet. <laughs> so she'll find out on Tuesday when this <laughs> releases. The next podcast to be continued. Actually, that's not true. She'll find out on Monday because that's when it gets delivered. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you putting it up? Well, in our so to be legal, it has to be inside the fence. So I actually, you know where my blueberry gardens are? Yeah. Right behind my deck. I got to yank those out because I, I, I was buying the smaller pool so it would fit. And then I was like, Hell with this. The the more the bigger pool went on a like a special and it was like a hundred dollars off, which only made it like three hundred dollars more than the smaller pool. I was like, well, this is easy math. Let's go for it. So I just signed myself up for a ton of work, unfortunately, because I gotta move my damn blueberry plants and the the like like the they're in the gardens, you know, like the big built raised bed gardens. And so I gotta move those out of the way. I got I got a lot of stuff to do. Hey, you Kristen got the white wanted- trash pool. You can just get some pallets and make a white trash fence. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I could do that. It's a fence. I, I like the uh, the when the city comes by to, to ask me about it, I like to just say, come back with a warrant, pig. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen always wanted one of those stock tank pools. I think she just wants something to lounge in. Uh, that would have been a good while she's out of town. I might ask her to go out of town. That work. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, please give us a review and subscribe. We'd love to hear from you. So reach out to us on Instagram at Making Our Way Podcast or over on Patreon. You can find all of our latest individual content on Instagram or YouTube. Austin is at High Caliber Craftsman. Dean is at Dean underscore Deplantis. And I'm at Twisted Twine Woodworking. Thanks for joining, friends. <laughs>